episode 13 of the bay can you actually believe we're on our 13th episode like wow like i could not even imagine when we started reaching 13 but anyways today we wanted to talk a bit about the start of school uh for me school started two days ago and for amanda it started a couple weeks ago and for shinshin she graduated so we're all at different phases right now with school but a lot of people around the country are going back to school since it's August and we just wanted to take this time to reflect on how things have changed, especially with COVID and our new normal. So to start, how about we go around and just say how we're feeling right now as school is starting up. So Amanda, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, sure. So I started school last Wednesday, so it's been about a week and a half. Um, and I really enjoy school and like having a structure to my life so I've actually enjoyed having it start up again um last semester when we were on zoom my schedule like completely fell apart because I didn't even like bother going to class I think because I was like very done with the zoom but as this new semester started I wanted to like try harder and like actually attend classes and learn stuff (laughs) so yeah I think like at the beginning, when we started going online, I just, like, didn't want to do school anymore. But, like, after the summer, I realized that I actually really enjoy going to class and, like, n- learning new things. And so I was excited for my classes this semester because I'm taking some different classes and I'm not doing anything related to econ. Um, but besides from that... Uh, the schedule I've had like recently is I try to work out in the mornings because my classes start at like 10 or 11 and so that's been really nice to have like a lot of time in the morning to just do things um, and not just wake up like five minutes before my class starts Um, so yeah that's been my routine lately I actually am really grateful for school again um, like I said so I'm feeling pretty good about it even if my classes are Um, difficult. I think my professors are pretty understanding this semester, especially because everything is new for them as well. And so it's different than last semester when we were online in the fact that like we were prepared to be online and we know like roughly how it's going to go. So it's a lot smoother than I thought it would be. I know last time we talked about self-care and you were talking about exercise. I'm proud that you've been able to keep it up. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I um, am not doing school anymore, but um, I'm studying for a certification for my job in the future. And so pretty much my days are really similar. I try to study for at least a few hours a day at the beginning of summer or towards the end of summer, I was able to do like five hours a day. And then I kept it up for a month, got really tired. And then now it's been maybe like three-ish, honestly, um, depending on how I feel. And so most of the time, it's really just trying to figure out how I can continue to stay motivated to study because I still have to do this for at least until the end of the year. And um, like, I know school started, all my friends are still going back to school, so I kind of know the schedule, but it feels really different having to just learn things on my own and not like do it or discuss with other people. Um, And so that definitely feels different. I went to my club's info session the other day, and it feels really nice to be able to 
like have a common goal or common topic with other people to talk about. So I feel like even though classes are online, um, it's still way better than just like being at home and like studying for the material on your own. Is there like a community of people studying for your test or is it just like you're kind of on your own? Yeah, so the review course that I'm using, they have a Facebook group. And so I'm in the Facebook group and people will make (laughs) posts. So that's kind of nice sometimes. Like people just complain after they take the test. But it's different because they're not my friends and Mm -hmm. none of my close friends are studying for this right now. There are a couple of people I met during my internship or like my two-week internship that are also studying for it so we check in sometimes but again we're like not close so it's different Mm. how about you Belinda how's how's school been for you the past couple of days yeah it's been good I was also like Amanda looking forward to starting school for the structure and also I missed learning um like I learned a lot over the summer through internships and work but it's a different kind of learning. I missed, like, the very, I don't know, like, having discussions about, like, random texts that I'll never read again or, like, learning to, learning to code. And so I am excited for my classes. Um, but one thing that I've realized for the, like, over the last two days from being on so many Zoom calls is that a goal that I really need to set this semester is having a balance between being in meetings and being in class and taking time for myself. And so avoiding Zoom overload is a big goal of mine. But overall, I'm feeling really excited for the rest of the school year. Um, And I'm excited to see how things go. It seems like we all have kind of similar perspectives on school slash studying. Um, Even though Shinshin's not in school right now, she's also, she's like probably doing the most studying out of all of us at this point. But I think one thing I wanted to pose, a question I wanted to pose is how people feel about meeting people. Um, Normally in the fall, it's a really exciting time of year because you meet a lot of new people when school's starting up. And I'm curious to hear about people's experiences, whether their friendships have changed because everything is online now. Yeah, actually in Zoom, well, because I'm not taking like econ classes, I'm taking classes for like a data science minor. I'm taking classes that have a lot of freshmen or sophomores and I don't know anyone in them and so I would just like message people that I like very vaguely know like oh are you this person's roommate and then like like over zoom and I'll pm them and then they'll like add me to a facebook group chat so that's been really nice like I'm not expecting to make like close friends this semester but I definitely still want to have like groups of people where I can like discuss schoolwork with so yeah don't be afraid to message random people <laughs> wait how did you find these people again you you just like look through the so I like kind of know them and then I like scroll through <laughs> the zoom participants <laughs> list and then I message them and they've been like pretty responsive like I do know them on some level but we're not close at all and so I thought it would be weird to be like oh do you know me because I don't know if they know me but I know them <laughs> Um, but they're like, oh yeah, like let's like help mm-hmm. each other in this class. So that's yeah. Really nice. Like I was in the um, info session as I mentioned, and I thought it was gonna be bad because I am used to like in person info sessions and like hearing about clubs or meeting people in person. But it honestly wasn't that bad. Like there were b- breakout rooms, and um, 
I think our, our PMs did do a good job of like leading the discussion and the conversation, but also I feel like people in general were still like really willing to talk and, and get to know each other through Zoom. Um, and so that was like a good surprise. For me though, since I do know these people and these are like my friends, it was a lot easier and I'm not sure if I would feel the same way if I was like a new member trying to get to know all these new people through Zoom. Like that might be a little bit more intimidating to me. Yeah, I think there's definitely an initial awkwardness. I remember my first class on Wednesday, the professor put us into breakout rooms and we all got into the breakout room and like there was a 10 second silence because none of us knew what to say. But I think I've also been pleasantly surprised with how virtual classes have been and just being able to have conversations with people. I was telling Shinshin and Amanda before this call, I had a three-hour class on Thursday and I thought it was going to be something I would like have to drag myself through, but I actually feel like in a way I got to know a lot of my classmates really well. It was a smaller class and like the three hours surprisingly flew by pretty quickly. Obviously, three hours is a very long time, but it went by a lot faster than I thought it was going to. And so, yeah, I guess I I feel a little more optimistic about this fall than I did about the spring when we came back. For the people that you've met so far in your classes, do you guys feel like you would need to meet them in person to be able to like be closer friends with them? Or maybe through the semester, it'll naturally like be like normal? I think it's a little more weird to be like oh do you want to study together just because I've never met them in person um and that's something that would usually mm-hmm. happen if we were not on zoom um so I don't know if we'll end up being close friends but I definitely like think I'll grow closer to them as the semester goes on but actually like to what Belinda said about breakout rooms I had like a very different experience like my breakout rooms have been like silent like cameras off mics off and no one's talking (laughs) and then um even if someone is like brave enough to be like oh does anyone have anything to say like no one will reply (sighs) and I feel like really bad but also like it's so hard to get people engaged especially like Mm -hmm. if you don't know each other at all and then so I was in a breakout room and we were like, oh, do we just like leave now? And then so we just left and then went back to the main room. But there was no one there also. Oh, no. So we were like, oh, hello again. Yeah. Um, That's always so hard. Yeah. <laughs> there are inevitably so many awkward things with Zoom. Yeah. Not a fan of breakout rooms, so maybe that's just because the people I'm in class with. I think it's also like the norm that your professor sets because for this in the first breakout room that I was talking about that was a little awkward at first, the professor was like, you have to have your camera on unless like you can't, unless mm-hmm. you have bad Wi-Fi or something. And so it's a norm that people, that you just see people's faces. And so I guess in that way, it forces people to be more engaged. But yeah, I can imagine <laughs> that that must have been very awkward. Speaking of which, I think we all have our own funny Zoom stories, especially since we've been virtual for, what, is it like six months now? And so I think we all have moments where, I don't know, we can probably just call them like just Zoom things. Um, So we'd love to hear any reflections you have on that. Oh gosh. (laughs) I think one that I remember more clearly was when I clicked on a link 
thinking it was a link to it, it was some career event um like some panel discussion that i got in a newsletter and i clicked on the link thinking that it would take me to the page in our career page or career center that would tell me more about what the event was but it turned out to be a zoom link <laughs> so it sent me straight to the zoom and I, at first I was like, okay, it's fine because the event hasn't even started. It's like next week. But I guess it was the person's personal Zoom and she was having a one-on-one discussion or meeting with somebody else. And then like my screen just popped in. I didn't have my video on, which was good. And I didn't have my sound on, but I had to like immediately click out. And when I joined the room, I could see them <laughs> stop what they were saying. And like, they were so confused. That was very embarrassing. Oh gosh. I think for me, mine actually happened yesterday. Um, one of my roommates, she was on her Zoom call, and it was like a, it was a lecture, and they required your videos to be on. And I was just working out, and I was like doing squats. I had like these dumbbells, and she, I was like just outside of her room, and so she like needed to face her camera away from her because she, I think she needed to like get something or change clothes or whatever, and. It just so happened to be facing towards me and she forgot to turn her camera off. So I was literally set up to do a squat. And then I happened to look to the right and see that I was literally on their Zoom screen. And she also realized at the same time and turned it around. Mm. But I feel like these things happen. Zoom is so weird and awkward. They definitely do. Mm-hmm. I've definitely like um, meant to message someone individually and then like message the group chat on accident. And in a class of, like, 200 people, a lot of people see that. But luckily, they've just been, like, high or something. Um, Actually, like, (laughs) a lot of... um, I've noticed that Discord is being used a lot more lately in addition to Zoom for, like, big class chats where you don't have to know anyone at all. And so that's actually been pretty helpful. Like, you can just join the Discord even if you don't know anyone and then, like, have a discussion about the class. Um, but for my club, which uses Discord as well, they have like open hours where you can go and talk to people and they have like a Discord room that has a max capacity of two people. So my friend like kept telling me to like go on and like go talk to him in the open hours room. And so I did, but every time I went on, like it was filled with two people. And so I keep joining the room and then like getting kicked out because like the max capacity is two people so I kept just like joining and leaving and I hope like they didn't see that because it was really sad (laughs) wait that's so interesting I thought discord was really just used for like gaming communities that's what I thought like I I had no idea how to use it before but in my experience at least for using it it's just like slack where you have different channels and you can mm-hmm. have different organizations or like be in different ones at the same time. But I think it is very good for like video chatting as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, I didn't know that people were using it for classes too. I've been playing this new game, or it's actually not new. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Among Us, um, but it's like a... it's. It's a mobile game and like I guess a desktop thing, but we've been using uh we've been using Discord for it, so that's how I've been becoming a little bit more familiar with it. Mm-mm. Well, that's awkward. My Wi-Fi cut me out. Yeah, talking about Zoom difficulties, we're going to have a fun time editing this afterwards cuz I wasn't sure if I should have paused my voice memo, so I 
did pause it, so the timing is a little bit off, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Zoom difficulties. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> we were talking about awkward Zoom moments, and that definitely was just one. Um, but, you know, we're going to roll with it. So, I guess the next question that I have is, I like, looking back on everything that's happened, I feel like we've all been through a lot for, like, the last six months, and this is kind of our new normal now, and so do you guys have any hopes or expectations or any predictions for how the rest of the semester is going to go, or even if we dare to venture out into the next year, how, like, the spring semester might go, because things could change, but... It'd be interesting to hear what we all think about that. So interestingly, um, my sister is at home with the rest of my family and she's working from home too. Um, But her company is looking to have like 85% of people work from home permanently, like forever. And um, I think that just like kind of solidified in my mind, like things are never going back to normal the way we think. And especially for even like next semester that's only a couple months away and I like highly doubt at this point like things will be back to normal or in person and I just did not expect any of this to happen like a couple months ago and I thought like quarantine was going to be like three weeks or something um so my expectations are like pretty bleak at this point in terms of like things going back to in-person, but I also think, like, there's a lot more infrastructure, like, coming up and being built around, like, working from home and staying home all the time, so that makes things a little bit easier as well. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Shinshin? Yeah, I also do think that, like, there's a small chance of having in-person classes um, next semester. I feel like we'll just all have to get used to, um, you know, doing classes and talking to people online. Luckily, like for us though, since we've been in college for a few years, we've already established pretty strong friendships and communities. So I feel like it's not as big of a problem for us, but I'm just interested to see how it's going to be for like the younger grades, if that'll stay the same. And then for me personally, like I genuinely feel myself getting dumber not being in school so my goals for the next year or next few months let's start with the next few months is to not become actually dumber and also like just try to stay relevant because I I like know the schedule I know school started the past week for Berkeley but it's still different like not being involved Mm -hmm. in it you know maybe we can like turn this podcast and talking about like what we learned in school or something (laughs) yeah Yeah, because like you guys are taking really interesting classes oh yeah we should talk about that later but it's just different like having to focus on one subject all Mm -hmm. day every day versus like being exposed to other ideas that are outside of your major yeah yeah i feel that um I would say my reflections are very similar to Shinshin and Amanda, where I think initially, I think in March when we first got sent home, I was of the mindset that these things would change quickly and we'd be able to go back to normal. And that was kind of the light at the end of the tunnel. But the last six months have been an effort to adjust that mindset and focus more on the present. Um, 
and just try and make the most of like what we have now and I guess think about the future but not think about it too much because there's one thing we've learned things change really quickly day to day and so yeah hoping that things can be better next semester but I think being realistic like I I can't really I can't really say that I expect them to be that much better so I guess this is really the new normal but we're making the most of it and I think there are a lot of things that are a lot of exciting things that are coming our way Mm -hmm. um so yeah we probably should have covered this earlier in the podcast and thank you Shinshin for bringing it up but maybe we should talk about what classes we're taking too um do you want to take it away Amanda yeah um so I'm just taking classes for a data science minor but um they're kind of scattered because we have to take some different classes besides just data science classes and so I'm taking a demography class that is titled sex death and data um and I'm taking an ethics course in bioengineering which is also very random but has been interesting so far um I'm taking drugs and the brain, which is like completely for fun to learn drugs and the brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's been really fun because I could have taken that like a while ago as a freshman. It's a very like low pressure class. Um, And the last class I'm taking is, uh, I don't even know what the title is, but it's called CS88, which is basically like... um, intro to programming course I think um and so that's been new as well um but I mean after Belinda goes I also wanted to ask the question like um how do you feel like or what are ways we can keep learning after we graduate or exit college yeah I think that's a really really good question um I'll just like quickly say what classes I'm taking I have no requirements left for my major and so I'm also just taking kind of random classes and uh, one goal that I had was to take smaller classes um, so that I would personally be more engaged because I feel like I wasn't very engaged with my lecture classes last semester so I'm taking a seminar on the climate crisis the history and literature of the climate crisis I'm taking a history of science seminar on health and migration that's a three-hour class. I'm taking a lecture class on global feminisms, and then I'm also taking um, a coding course called data visualization, and so yeah, learning how to code again. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. (laughs) See, those are such cool classes. Like, they're all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. For both of you. I feel like we're just kind of going ham for the last year. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But To your point, Amanda, I've actually thought about that a lot too, and this made me think of this book club I started with one of my, like a couple of my teammates, one of which graduated, and I remember early on in quarantine we were talking and she was saying like, all I do is work and I really want to feel like I'm learning again. Um, And so we like came up with the idea of a not book book club in that it's kind of like a book club, but we don't read books because books are really <laughs> long. And so we send articles, we watch TED Talks, and we just have a prompt and each person picks every week. And we just like discuss that because I think 
for my teammate who had graduated, she just missed having these discussions um, and learning from other people. And so that has been like a really fun and creative way to keep in touch, but also keep learning. That's so too. fun. Yeah, I really like that. And I definitely feel that because I think one of the hardest parts about like trying to get myself to continue learning is not the fact that I don't have time because I have a, a ton of time now. Um, since I'm not like on an actual schedule of classes, but it's like trying to motivate myself to use that time to learn. Like there, I do want to learn, but then it's hard myself to, it's hard to get myself to do that sometimes, especially if there's nobody else doing it with me. And so, um, I guess like other things that I've been, like other good things that have come out of this is I have time to dive more in depth into just like random topics that I am more interested in that I haven't gotten to do before. So like I've been trying to keep up with the news. I'm signed up to a bunch of newsletters. I'm like trying to keep up with markets and learn about investing, things like that. So that's kind of fun. Um, But I definitely do see the issue of like not learning about things uh, as broad as I did in college. Yeah. Well I, well, I really like, like, having a book club idea or having a place where, like, friends get together. Um, I've also been trying to, like, keep up with the news more and, like, yeah, I just, I used to listen to NPR a lot, but now, like, since I'm never in the car, I don't. Um, but I read, like, the New York Times, like, Daily Digest letter, and I listen to um, NPR's, like, Up First uh, occasionally, Um but what I was thinking about when I asked this question was uh, my friend gave me some advice. She's working now about um, how to like keep growing in your career. Or, like what's the best advice to like continue moving on. And she said to never stop learning and never stop like picking up new skills. So she was like doing a class on SQL on Coursera. And I actually think that would be like a really fun way just to like learn different skills um, even if they don't have anything to do mm-hmm. with your career, because Coursera is like kind of structured in the way that a class is, I guess. Um, and yeah, I, I think I would definitely miss that kind of like like structured module like learning where you progress. Um, and I want to continue that after college in some form. Yeah, I think I might try that too, because I know school isn't for everyone, but I know that it works really well for me. Just like having lectures and having a textbook, reading and taking notes, like that way of learning really works for me. I think it's a structure because I think if I just set a goal to learn something by myself, I would fall off track very easily, but having modules and assigned readings and assignments would really help for me at least. Um rather than just like setting a goal yeah I think the Mm -hmm. whole thing with school is like I have like some extrinsic motivation where I'm like doing it for a grade or something and like through that motivation I get to learn a lot but after college like I think the biggest hurdle for me will be to like actually make myself want to learn and like learn things deeply and do it well without someone having or like giving me a grade and telling me like if I'm doing a good job or not and so it has to be like a lot more intrinsic yeah definitely Mm -hmm. I feel like if anything the last I don't know like this whole 
experience has made me appreciate school a lot more and just having the ability to learn and just like learn for the sake of learning. Um, so yeah, definitely we should try and do something like that in the future. Kind of going off of what we were just saying, how do you guys feel about like comparing the effectiveness of online classes so far to um, in-person classes like normal? I think the biggest difference is the level of engagement because it's harder to hold people accountable when you don't see them in person and you can do a lot of things through Zoom like make them turn their camera on and make them send check-ins or whatever but I feel like it's hard to fully mirror what goes on in person and so I think for me, I wanted to just take smaller classes because I feel like I'd be more engaged in those types of classes. But I think an online education is like what I think our schools have done so far have been pretty good, but it's really hard to emulate fully what goes on in person. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. like, yeah, everything Belinda said, I agree with. Um, it's really hard to like um, have a classroom environment online um but I think the biggest difference that I've noticed is like the way I learn the most is by like collaborating with other students and like meeting new people in classes and that's something that just doesn't happen as naturally over zoom um and so like the classroom part is fine like I learn I listen to the lecture and I take notes um but everything that happens outside the classroom in terms of learning has diminished a lot Mm -hmm. do you guys have like group chats already set up for classes with the people that you've like zoom messaged how does that work some of them and like what i was saying about discord earlier Mm -hmm. i think the reason why it's like become bigger is because you don't have to know those people you can just like send a link and then random people join it oh okay a lot of my classes are on slack which is kind of interesting hmm yeah, I think there are a lot of different ways that people are trying to adapt learning to be online and be more engaging. Um, but I guess kind of to wrap up the this podcast episode uh, on a happy note, what is something that you guys are looking forward to for the next semester? Could be related to school or could be related to anything else. I think something that I was just thinking about yesterday is that it's really important to have things to look forward to, even if they're very small. And like, that's what keeps us like sane in quarantine or like even outside of quarantine. Um, And like, if I was in school, things that I would look forward to would be like treating myself at the end of the week to like a cupcake or something. (laughs) But nowadays, it's like, oh, on Fridays, I'm going to like, make this meal or something or like try a new recipe and so I'm looking forward to a lot I guess a lot more like domestic activities like cooking or like I don't know making crafts or something (laughs) things that don't have any like value that I can show the world but they're just like fun for myself Mm -hmm. yeah going off of that I've also learned to appreciate the little things more and the details in life because um 
I feel like in school, there were just so many things happening. And so I would have to only be able to keep up with big events that were going on, right? Like there were a lot of people that I was interacting with. And so obviously there's no way you're going to be able to know everything that's going on in everyone's lives. So you just hear about like the big events. But now that I'm at home and I'm spending a lot more time with my parents, I like, I notice everything um, that's changing around the house. Like for example, my dad is really into gardening. So it's just been really fun to see how our backyard has changed over time and like the small things that he's been trying to do. I've been trying to pick up a couple of the plants that he's been taking care of. Um, yeah, so that's been fun. Just like getting back to, to noticing those small things. I think one thing that I'm looking forward to is it's long weekend. So I am actually going to be going home for a couple of days to stay with my family and I got tested too um so I wanted to like be careful with that and I'm excited to see them again um my sister just told me my dad is really excited to see me (laughs) yeah and so I'm excited to like sleep in my own bed and just chill and I think they want to do like a day trip somewhere on like either Labor Day or on Sunday so yeah, that's like the next thing that I'm looking forward to. But I really resonate with your point, Amanda, about how having something, even if it's small, to look forward to is like what really gets us along. So yeah, I wanted to end on that note, but it was really awesome reflecting on school starting and just how we've been doing over the last couple of months and weeks. And yeah, we will be back for another episode sometime in the future, but for the meantime, thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.